Hey everyone, welcome back to She's Unoffendable and That She Is Me. I'm Rebecca Hamilton, an alignment mindset coach, speaker, LOA expert, and master manifester. I love helping people bridge the gap between where they are and where they want to be. If you want to level up in every aspect of your life, you are in the right place. If you want to know more about me, my journey, or how we can work together, go check out my website at www.rebeccaahamilton.com. Okay, let's do this. Today, I want to talk to you guys about something that I see and hear about and talk about and am asked constantly, which is, how do I release toxic relationships? How do I you know, get the toxic people out of my life. And the first thing that comes to mind is cut people off. And y'all, there are circumstances to do that. If you're in an abusive relationship, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, then yeah, I'm an advocate of cutting those people off. If you're in a relationship that you just do not believe that you guys will ever be friends again and there's not like you're not holding on to anything if you cut off that relationship you're not going to recreate it then go ahead um but what happens and what i see all the time with not just my clients but my friends my family members and i've even done it myself is that we cut off these relationships and then we don't do the energetic work so then we just recreate them and they just take on a different name and a different face and a different scenario but it's like still the same thing going on right because it is an energetic game so i guess like the easy you know short answer for how do you do that is you you vibrate higher you um, you work on your vibe, your energy, you get energetically out of the range. So if you've listened to some of my episodes, I talk about the fact that the reason that I teach law of attraction the way that I do, which is not from the outside in, but from the inside out, meaning let's work on the feeling, let's get your vibe up versus just focus on the things that we want, the money, the this, the that. And I know, y'all, I know. I mean, I may shoot myself in the foot a little bit because I know people are like, give me the money now. I need the money. And so I know that if I was to just push that, I would probably get bigger faster. But I want to be true to me and talk about what really, really, really resonates with me in the way that I've done it in my life. So when it comes to where your energy is, there are certain options that are available to you. So it's sort of like, think of credit. Think of your credit. If your credit is a 400, your options are very limited, right? And you're going to end up with the people who want to charge you super high interest or won't even give you any loan at all. You're, you know, if you get a car, you probably have to go to like a every week payment car lot who are like ripping you off and, you know, you end up paying a lot more. Whereas as your credit grows, your options open up and it's the same thing with energy. So as your energy grows, your options and the things that match it open up. So it's like those toxic people that are you're coming in contact with. Because you have to remember too, y'all, it takes two to tango. This isn't happening on its own. This isn't happening of like you are a part of this. And so it's super important to acknowledge that, to not just be blaming. Because if you're just blaming, you're not being real. Like you have to acknowledge and accept responsibility for your life. I firmly believe that no matter what, you don't have to say you wanted it but you do have to say that you're participating in it. Um, so, and I know y'all, and I'm going to talk about all sorts of different things, but like I have dealt with domestic violence. I have dealt with um, people who have been 
very abusive to me. And so I know, so I'm not just saying that from a, oh, well, I've never been in a place where the relationship felt lopsided and I have to um, acknowledge or accept the fact that I have, um, that, that I was just part of it. Like my energy, whether I was like messy creating, created it. And it, it, it helped to allow that to happen in my world. So, so, okay. So back to the toxic relationships, because people are really um, caught up on that. And we really tend to think, and what I see a lot is people think, well, if I can just clear everybody out, that's toxic, then I'll be done. But the problem is, is that your energy is creating it. So the first thing that I like to do when it comes to actual relationships, you go, this person is always negative. This person is always bringing me down. This person is always telling me about their drama. So the first thing is you've got to stop engaging with it. You've got to stop. You've got to move your focus. So I don't know if you um, have ever had this experience, but well, a simple, a very simple example is if you focus on white trucks, you're going to start seeing white trucks. And so what happens in relationships is that we begin to build energetic sort of meeting places where it's like, here's where I meet you energetically. And here's what I expect from you. And here's what you expect from me. And until you see, when you start setting these energetic boundaries, they're energetic boundaries. When you start setting them, when you start feeling your way through it and you go, nope, I don't, I'm not interested in that. I don't want to participate. I don't have to push back though. So what happens in a, in a lot of situations is, you know, we want to go, well, you're being toxic. So I need you to stop so that I can feel better. But instead the, a different approach to take is what if you just said, I'm not going to engage with that behavior. I'm not going to engage in that conversation. I'm going to, and then what comes to mind and what people say, well, yeah, but if I do that, then they're going to notice this or they're going to feel this or they're going to. And again, you have to not be as concerned because number one, we know for sure that engaging in a toxic relationship or toxic conversations don't help anyone. So we know we're not hurting anyone. That's like the number one tenant in my life is like, what am I doing? As long as I'm not hurting anybody or myself, I'm like, okay, then I can kind of go. So we know you're not hurting them. So may they get upset with you because you're not engaging. Yeah, they might. But over time, when you hold that, when you hold solid there, they're going to stop expecting it from you and that will change your relationship. So they're going to start talking to somebody else about that. They're going to start, but as long as you keep engaging, you can't ask them to be different. You've got to be different. You've got to bring yourself differently to the relationship. So for instance, like I have friends, I have family members, I have people who I talk to who I know that, you know, as soon as they go to this one space, I stop talking about it. And I instantly change the subject. And if they say, Hey, you changed the subject. I want to talk about, it. I'm like, yeah, no, but I just, you know, I would like, I really wanted to talk about this or I'm just like, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And just keep it moving. Like do your best to just keep it moving and not engage. So that's number one. Um, number two, one of the most toxic things that happens in relationships is holding grudges, resentments. And those come from waiting for somebody to give you an apology that they are never going to give you for you to grow. And right, people want a not toxic relationship or they want to heal a relationship or whatever, but they're not willing to do the work. Like you have to be willing to accept an apology you've never gotten. And I know you, maybe you've seen this meme going around, but it is completely on point because the thing is, is that as long as you're holding them on the hook, you're holding yourself on the hook too. So you have to be willing to let that go 
in order to heal. And if you're not in an order to level up. So when I talk about leveling up energetically, other people are using the word heal. Other people, you know, are probably using a different word. But when I say level up energetically, I'm talking about let's heal the things around us so that we can move our energy up and stop feeding into things that is keeping us in this low range energy. And because to me, that is how you protect yourself. That is how you find your balance. You find your balance and you protect yourself, but you don't need to protect yourself. But if there was such a need, then you do that by doing the inside work, by leveling yourself up. So, okay. So number two is, was not, you know, stop waiting for an apology. And I had a really crazy conversation recently with somebody who I'd never heard this from him before, but he said, you know, so-and-so did this and I need to hold him accountable. And I thought, why? Like, what part of you thinks that it's your job to hold somebody accountable? What you do is you teach people how to treat you by your actions, by your reactions, by the way that you move. You teach people how to treat you. You don't, you don't need to hold them accountable for anything. Hold yourself accountable for how you're showing up. That's where the accountability is. Um, the next thing is, so stop talking yourself into reaching back. And I know you guys have been here. I've been there before too. If I just say this one last thing, I'm going to feel so much better. If I just, you know, I just want him to know this one last thing. I just need her to, you know, I want it like, it's like the last word. Like you, if I just say this one last thing, I'm going to feel better. The way you know that it's toxic is when you say that one last thing and you have talked yourself into it. I've seen this personally in up close relationships and in myself. And you say the thing and then, you know, whatever, maybe they respond, maybe they don't. And then give it a couple of days, maybe a week, maybe a couple of hours. I don't know. But then you decide that there's just this other thing that you just have to say to them in order for you to feel better. And you'll really feel whole then. And you'll really, and it's like, bro, you're fooling yourself. Stop going back, talking about the things, show them. You can show people how to treat you way better than you can tell them. No matter what you say, it's not going to change the energy until the energy changes. Like you can't convince somebody how to, how to treat you. The only way you can do it is through your energy that is dictating everything. So number three, stop talking yourself into reaching back out. Just stop. Let the, pe the person go. Let the situation go. If it's meant to come back, it will. If the energy allows it, it will. But stop chasing down toxic relationships and participating in them. Tell your ego to shut up. Stop trying to be the person who has to fix everything. You cannot fix somebody else. You cannot make somebody be different than who they are. They have to make that decision. And what I find happens in a lot of these relationships that are very toxic is that we are convinced that we're the reason that they'll change. And I got news for you. You are not the reason that anybody is going to change. Can you help them? Can you, you know, influence them in a positive way? Yeah, absolutely. Like you can do that, but don't do it at your own expense. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be the hero, the martyr for somebody else. Be the hero in your own life. You don't need to try to fix anything in anybody else. People have to do that on their own. And so, like, I see that all the time, whether it is domestic violence, whether it's in relationships where maybe it's not domestic violence, but you want them, maybe it's cheaters. Well, if I just do this, then they will act differently. 
Trust me, that is your ego that is keeping you in that pain, keeping you in that cycle. Just tell it to shut up. Like, no, it's not my job to fix him. It's not my job to fix her. It is my job to fix myself. And that's what I want to do. And if you want to take it a step further, you are not broken. You are just messily creating and you have got some things that have gained momentum. And so your reality is reflecting that. That's all it is. Um, and stop. Oh, this is a great one. So I remember when I was working at a nine to five before I got into real estate and there was this, there was this chick there and her and I were talking and she was dating a guy like in the mailroom. I don't even remember. <laughs> and she, they were like hanging out. It was like hot and heavy for like a couple weeks and then, or maybe even a month or whatever. And then all of a sudden he stopped talking to her and the toxic cycle started and so then it was like she needed these answers and she needed closure and she needed him to tell her and just be a man. And my thing was like, even back then, and this was a million years ago when I was in that job was like, isn't him not speaking to you closure enough? Like, why are we holding people hostage to tell us what we need to know when we already know the answer? Like you already know that he doesn't want to be with you because he is avoiding you. Like, could we just believe people believe the actions that people give us? And so stop demanding closure for toxic relationships. Let them go. Give yourself the closure decide that you're going to do it for yourself. You don't really need anybody else. You're just fooling yourself. Like you're telling yourself, well, Hey, I need this person to acknowledge me in order for me to walk away and be okay. You know what you should do? Write the person a letter. Like I've, I've done this so many times and anybody who knows me, my thing is writing. I've been writing on things since I was little and I still write things down. I have notebook upon notebook upon notebook. If I need to get over something, I don't give my power to somebody else to do that. I will do it on my own. I will write them a letter. I will write down whatever I need to write down, whatever process that I can come up with. You know, if it, if it's somebody who I'm glad that they're out of my life or somebody that I've wanted, you know, to be free of. And now I am, you know, sometimes you have that thing that pops up. That's like, wait a second, but I miss them, you know? And it's like, you miss them because the energy is different, but never mistake the energy being different for like actually needing them back in your life. It's actually a good thing. It leaves space for something else. So, um, and then just focus different. Like that's what I do when I'm writing my stuff. So number one, I'll write a letter to the person or a letter to myself, super powerful in my mind to write letters to ourselves. I love to give myself advice because we could give, like what advice would you give your best friend if you were in that situation? That's what, I, I will write letters to myself all day, y'all. And focusing differently, like how does this, you know, look for the positive aspects. How does this open up? What are you actually holding on to? Like when you can start to get really real and honest with yourself, you're going to be able to release a lot of toxic relationships without having to necessarily, like what's going to start to happen is as you do the work. And if you haven't gone on my website and gotten the energetic hustle, you should, I don't want to say should, because that sounds like if you don't, you're wrong, but I encourage you to, because I really feel like if you go on there and you get that and you start doing the work, what happens is people don't like my goal in life is not to never have a toxic relationship. It's so that people don't even know to, how to approach me in that way. Like I want to be unapproachable to toxic people 
So to relationships that are not, and here's something, this is like a really big thing to remember y'all. Every person that is toxic to you is not toxic to everyone in their life. And that's what tells you that it's all energy. It's how you're meeting up with them. It's the wavelength you're meeting up with them. So that's what makes me, like when I heard that, I heard somebody say this years and years ago, and I thought, gosh, how true. The teacher that you didn't like in school or that didn't like you, that you just thought was a complete jerk, that teacher had people who loved them and who saw them in a different light. And so that told me that it's like we're all tuning in to everybody on different wavelengths. So I want to bring it up. I want to bring my energy up so that I start to vibrate higher and that what I'm getting from people is that good stuff. I want to meet them at their best. I don't want to meet them at their toxic place. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to meet them up here where, where they're doing the good things because everybody has that ability in them. So I want to be the person that elicits the best out of them because my energy is so solid. And the way you do that is by practicing. You've got to practice your energy. You've got to practice it every day. It has taken years and years and you never stop. You never graduate. And I don't know if that feels daunting or overwhelming to you, but to me, it's cool because it's like, I can always get to a higher place. I can always get to a better place. And I'm always trying to do that. So, um, so anyway, y'all, I hope that's helpful. I hope that you can look at the people in your life and, you know, it's cool to cut people off, but check your intention with it. Like I used to cut people off so that I didn't get hurt. I used to cut people off so that I didn't have to face conversations that would have helped our relationship grow. So a lot of insight and a lot of inner reflection and dialogue is going to be so helpful when it comes to relationships. Like start getting super introspective, like super reflective about what's going on. What are your motives? Like, why are you doing it? Because maybe it's not a toxic relationship. Maybe it's just somebody you're not giving the benefit of the doubt to, or maybe it's just somebody that, you know, you've been seeing in a certain way, but if you changed your focus, oh, and really quick guys, another thing that I use and have used forever um, to change my focus about people and it literally works is number one, I list the top three things that I love about that person. Okay. Like top three things. Don't do it when you're mad. Do it when you're feeling good about them. Top three things that I love about that person. And I do that on a regular basis. They don't have to be the same thing, but positive aspects about the person. What do I love about them? Why are they valuable in my life? What do they bring to my life? Cause there are people who I disagree with on certain things and, but uh, on other things, I love them. So it's like, you don't have to agree with every single thing with people. And I think that that is another super important topic that I'll, I'll touch on, which is why I love the idea of being unoffendable because I don't want to have to agree with everybody on everything in order for us to be friends. We can still have a really good relationship if we have some major things in common. So look for those top three for people that you are having an issue with, but want to keep in your life. And then the ones that you don't or ones that you flat out know are toxic. Like I flat out knew that there was a chick that she was involved in every negative situation in my life. And even when we got older, she came and found me. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. I've been looking for you. I love you. Like I missed you so much, blah, blah, blah. 
And I decided to, you know, kind of reconnect with her a little bit and started feeling those same things. And because we had such a history, it was just easier to part ways. Um, and for me to make that decision and it wasn't to hurt her feelings. It was really because you know what, I'm going to take care of me. And that's my number one priority. And um, again, not, I'm not hurting anybody. I am doing what's best for me. And we all have to do that for ourselves. So, all right, y'all, until next time, keep the long view and stay thankful.